Well, folks, when you're in Sonoma County, uh, talking about Zinfandel and drinking great Zinfandel is a uh, daily occurrence in my book. Uh, Daryl Groom is sitting here with us, and we're going to go halfway around the world and talk about uh, Zinfandel. Pleasure to sit with you, sir, and uh, we've talked about a little bit of your history, which is amazing. And now we're going to talk about your Zinfandel, and you talk so I can drink. Uh, I'm going to drink quite a bit of the Zinfandel. It's beautiful. And you will drink a bit of it. It's actually... It's actually it has that effect. Yes. The great thing about it, it's uh, absolutely... Absolutely delicious. Um, the hardest thing about it is trying to sell Australian Zinfandel because people just don't put Australia and Zinfandel together. Um, but this wine, you've got to wind back 30-something years ago when I first came to California. I made Shiraz, which is the king of all of the grape varieties in Australia, and people just love Shiraz in Australia. Came to California, and I'd never heard of this grape variety called Zinfandel, or maybe only a little bit. But what you found was people who drank Zinfandel really loved it. And so I started to get a little bit passionate about Zinfandel, and one of the things that I realized was that Zinfandel grew on a lot of similar vines like old vine Shiraz does, really low to the ground, sandy soils. I happened to uh, meet a guy down in Cucamonga, um, which is down in Southern California called Don Galliano. Uh, Don was growing uh, Zinfandel on 100-year-old vines and took me into his vineyards and they were real low to the ground and sandy and it was like, this is just like some of my Grange vineyards in Australia. So then my wife and I talked and said, why don't we plant Zinfandel in Australia. Um, so we were very much pioneers. Uh, we planted Zinfandel in 2003. With eight acres, we became the second biggest Zinfandel growers in Australia, which um, eight acres isn't very much. And we started to make Zinfandel down there. Uh, took a while to get the vines into balance. Um, the wines were a lot lighter than what I wanted. Um, but now here we are 20 years on, and this is our 2020 Zinfandel. Uh, we call it bush block because it's grown out in the middle of the Australian bush surrounded by gum trees, kangaroos, exactly is all there. Um, but it's grown on really low to the ground bush vines, very low to the ground, so it gives us smaller berries. But we have this wine in front of us that's this just absolutely delicious wine. It screams Zinfandel, it's got this beautiful fruit, but it's not the big alcoholic jammy. It's a little bit more restrained, um, but it's still full bodied, round on the palate and just absolutely delicious and, and just really unique and fun wine. Did you have to make a deal with the kangaroos uh, not to eat the grapes? Yes, so they're a little bit dangerous in the vineyard. You do need, <laughs> you do need to keep them out. <laughs> I would say that that would be a problem. Now Zinfandel here uh, is, the, like you say, people have passion for Zinfandel, but I think this is an, another slice of Zinfandel which, uh, from another place on this planet. It's going to be fun uh, pairing this up with the food here locally. Yeah, it, you know what, it's a great wine to pair and when we take this out in the marketplace the people that love it most are chefs because they look at the wine and they're looking for a wine that hey this is really fun to pair with a whole lot of different food so i love this with spicy fruit food i love it with barbecue i love it with simple stuff pizzas and hamburgers but it is it's just a wine that's just really it's just really delicious to drink. When we go to uh, the next chef, uh, you'll probably have to bring an extra bottle. <laughs> Maybe two. I can, see, I can see the look on your face and mine. <laughs> thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. Uh...